As we go about our daily lives, it's easy to forget that some of the products we use and consume are made by people who are being exploited. And unfortunately, this exploitation often extends to children who are forced to work long hours in dangerous conditions for little pay. In the United States, unaccompanied migrant children are particularly vulnerable to this type of exploitation. What is going on everyone? I'm Kevin Munoz. This is the Leo Podcast where we discuss various educational topics, especially those impacting the Latin American community. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the recent New York Times article on the exploitation of unaccompanied migrant child workers in the United States. According to the article, many of these children are being forced to work in unsafe, unsanitary conditions and are often paid less than minimum wage. We'll be exploring the issue in greater detail today by breaking down the episode into four different segments. Segment 1, Understanding the Problem. Segment 2, Examining the Causes. Segment 3, stories from the front lines, and lastly, segment four, possible solutions. But before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to become part of our Palomitas community on patreon.com slash latinamericaneo. By doing so, you can gain early access to future episodes and receive exclusive bonus content. But don't worry if you haven't joined our Palomitas community yet. This episode is filled with amazing content that we're excited to share with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Segment 1. Understanding the Problem In this segment, we'll provide more context on this issue. We'll discuss the different industries where unaccompanied migrant child workers are often employed, including agriculture, construction, and hospitality. We'll also highlight some of the reasons why these children are particularly vulnerable to exploitation, including their lack of legal status, language barriers, and limited access to education and health care. The article, Exploitation of Child Migrant Workers, continues unabated in the United States, published by the New York Times, highlights that unaccompanied migrant child workers in the United States are often employed in low-wage industries such as agricultural, construction, and domestic work. These industries have a high demand for cheap labor, and the lack of legal status for these children makes them vulnerable to exploitation. In agriculture, these children are often employed in picking fruits and vegetables where they are subjected to long hours of work in extreme heat and often without access to clean water or restroom facilities. In construction, they may work in hazardous environments such as roofing or demolition with little to no safety equipment. In domestic work, they may work as nannies or housekeepers where they may be subjected to physical and sexual abuse by their employers. The article also points out that the root causes of migration play a significant role in making these children vulnerable to exploitation. 
Many of these children are fleeing violence and persecution in their home countries, and they may lack legal status or access to support systems in the United States. They are often isolated and lack social networks or the means to report their exploitation. Furthermore, the language barrier and lack of knowledge about their rights make it challenging for these children to seek help or advocate for themselves. The article emphasizes that the exploitation of unaccompanied migrant child workers is a serious problem that demands attention and action from the government and society as a whole. Segment 2, Examining the Causes. In this segment, we'll explore some of the root causes of the exploitation of unaccompanied migrant child workers. We'll discuss the role that employers, government policies, and economic factors play in perpetuating this problem. We'll also look at how the COVID-19 pandemic has exacerbated these issues, particularly in terms of health and safety concerns for these workers. The article notes that government policies such as the lack of comprehensive immigration reform create a situation where undocumented children are vulnerable to exploitation. Additionally, the lack of legal status for these children often means they are unable to access support systems, legal protections, and education, leaving them at the mercy of their employers. Economic factors such as a high demand for cheap labor and a lack of oversight in some industries also play a role in perpetuating the exploitation of these children. Some employers may take advantage of the vulnerability of these children to pay them low wages and subject them to dangerous working conditions. The COVID-19 pandemic has further exacerbated these issues, particularly in terms of health and safety concerns for these workers. Many child migrant workers are employed in essential industries such as agriculture and food processing where they may be at higher risk of exposure to the virus. The lack of access to health care and protective equipment can put them at an increased risk of infection. Moreover, the pandemic has increased the risk of economic exploitation for child migrant workers as they may face retaliation or job loss if they speak out against unsafe working conditions. The pandemic has also highlighted the crucial role that these workers play in the United States economy, making it more important than ever to address their exploitation and and ensure the rights are protected. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick break. You're listening to the Leo Podcast. I'm Kevin Munoz. Support for today's episode comes from my Patreons. If you enjoy the show and are looking for bonus content and to further support the show, then head on over to patreon.com slash latinamericaneo or visit my website, latinamericaneo.org to join the growing Leo Podcast community because the learning doesn't stop with this episode. There's also some sick merch on my website, everything from shirts, coffee mugs, and tote bags. All info will be at the bottom in the show notes. Now let's get back to today's episode. Segment 3, Stories from the Front Lines. In this segment, we'll share the stories of some of the people who are directly involved in addressing the issue of unaccompanied migrant child worker exploitation. We'll go over what advocates who are working to protect these children's rights are saying, as well as lawyers who are representing them in court. We'll also go over some of the stories and experiences from these children. The article includes perspectives and insights from a variety of experts and advocates who are working to address the issue of unaccompanied migrant child worker exploitation. 
These individuals include Catherine Coleman Flowers, founder of the Center for Rural Enterprises and Environmental Justice, who emphasizes the need for greater protection and support for child migrant workers and highlights the ways in which their exploitation is a systemic problem. According to Catherine, they are seeing more and more children being brought into this country to work in industries where they are exploited and abused. Melissa Phillips, attorney with the Southern Poverty Law Center, who calls for comprehensive policies and protections for child migrant workers to prevent their exploitation and abuse. According to Melissa, these children are vulnerable to abuse and exploitation because they lack legal protections and are often too afraid to speak up. Zanae Cortez, president of the California Nurses Association, who describes the urgent need to protect child migrant workers from exploitation and abuse. According to Zanae, the exploitation of child workers is a serious problem that needs to be addressed by the government and the private sector. Representative Rosa de la Uro of Connecticut, who calls for an end to the exploitation of child migrant workers and emphasizes the importance of ending child labor. According to Representative Rosa, it is unacceptable that children are being subjected to dangerous and exploitative working conditions in the United States. The Human Rights Watch report, which discusses the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on child migrant workers and the ways in which it has exacerbated their vulnerability to exploitation and abuse. According to the Human Rights Watch report, many unaccompanied migrant children are forced to work long hours for little pay, often in hazardous conditions. They are also at risk of physical, sexual, and emotional abuse. The stories shared in the article provide a glimpse into the harsh realities that these children face as they try to survive and provide for themselves. One child, a 14-year-old boy from Honduras, arrived in the United States alone and ended up working on a farm in California. He was paid only $5 a day and had to work long hours under the hot sun. He was not provided with any safety equipment and suffered from sunburn and heat exhaustion. He was eventually rescued by a group of advocates who worked to protect the rights of child laborers. Another child, a 16-year-old girl from Guatemala, worked in a chicken processing plant in Georgia. She was forced to work for long hours, often up to 16 hours a day, and was only paid $3 an hour. She was also subjected to verbal abuse and sexual harassment by her supervisors. She was eventually able to escape with the help of a friend and a lawyer who took her case. A 15-year-old boy from El Salvador worked in a meatpacking plant in Nebraska. He was required to work in dangerous conditions, using sharp knives and heavy machinery, and was not provided with any safety equipment or training. He suffered a serious hand injury on the job and was fired without any compensation. These stories illustrate the vulnerability of unaccompanied migrant child workers and the exploitation they often face. Despite the many risks and challenges that they face, these children continue to work in order to survive and support themselves. The article highlights the urgent need for stronger protections for these children as well as better enforcement for existing laws and regulations. Segment 4 Possible Solutions 
In this segment, we'll explore some of the potential solutions to this issue. We'll discuss policy changes that could help protect these children, including reforming immigration laws and increasing government oversight of industries that employ them. We'll also highlight some of the efforts that are made by nonprofit organizations and community groups to support these children and to provide them with education, health care, and legal assistance. The article suggests several potential solutions to address the exploitation of unaccompanied migrant child workers, including strengthening labor laws. Advocates and lawmakers are calling for stronger enforcement of existing labor laws to protect the rights of child workers, as well as increased penalties for employers who violate these laws. Addressing Root Causes of Migration Many experts argue that addressing root causes of migration, like poverty and violence in home countries, is key to preventing exploitation of migrant children. Providing education and health care. Nonprofit organizations and community groups are working to provide education and health care to these children, recognizing that these services are critical to breaking the cycle of poverty and exploitation. Providing legal assistance. Lawyers and legal aid organizations are providing representation to these children in immigration court, helping them to navigate a complex and often intimidating legal system. Corporate responsibility. Some experts argue that companies that benefit from child labor should be held accountable and encouraged to adopt ethical labor practices. Overall, the article emphasizes the need for a comprehensive approach to address the exploitation of unaccompanied migrant child workers involving a range of stakeholders, including government, nonprofits, and the private sector. There's also several nonprofit organizations and community groups that are working to support unaccompanied migrant children who are exploited as workers. These efforts include providing education and health care. Organizations like the United Farm Workers Foundation and the National Center for Farm Worker Health are working to provide education and health care services to these children. Legal assistance. Lawyers and advocacy groups are offering free legal assistance to children who have been exploited as workers. For example, the Southern Poverty Law Center is representing a group of child workers who were allegedly exploited on farms in North Carolina. Policy changes. Advocacy groups like Human Rights Watch are pushing for policy changes that would protect the rights of these children. For example, they're calling for stronger enforcement of labor laws and greater protection for child workers. Grassroots organizing. Community groups are also working to raise awareness about the issue of child labor and to support the rights of these children. For example, the Coalition of Imokali Workers is a grassroots organization that has been advocating for the rights of farm workers for more than 25 years. In conclusion, the issue of unaccompanied migrant child worker exploitation in the United States remains a pressing and urgent matter that demands immediate immediate attention and action from all levels of government and society. The stories shared by the children who have been subjected to these horrific conditions are heart-wrenching and highlight the need for comprehensive solutions that address the root causes of this problem.
While some progress has been made in terms of policy changes and efforts by nonprofits and community groups to support these children, much more needs to be done to ensure their safety, well-being, and rights are protected. It is incumbent upon all of us to work together to put an end to this exploitation and create a more just and humane society for all. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. We hope that this discussion has shed some light on the issue of unaccompanied migrant child worker exploitation in the United States and has inspired you to take action to support these vulnerable children. If you'd like to learn more about this issue, please visit the New York Times website where you can find the article that inspired this episode. That concludes today's episode of the Leo Podcast. I'm Kevin Munoz and don't forget, you can always reach out to me and share your thoughts or suggest future topics by sending a voicemail through latinamericaneo.org. Simply click the purple send voicemail button and record away. For our Patreon supporters, I will catch you there. And until then, I'll look forward to joining you all again next week for another exciting episode of the Leo Podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a family or a friend and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps tremendously in order to bring more awareness and educational resources to our community. For more information and to stay up to date with what I'm doing, you can follow me on Instagram at Latinamericaneo. And if you need more information and resources, you can visit my website, latinamericaneo.org. I'm Kevin Munoz. This has been the Leo Podcast, and I'll see you next time.